Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to teach you how to live a balanced life. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Welcome to today's broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and we're talking about living a balanced life. You know, beloved, it says in 3 John, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. You know, I don't think many of us realize that God's primary desire for each one of our lives is our well-being. That's right. God's primary desire for our lives is our well-being, that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. But I've got a question for you. Is it also your primary desire to live well, to live long, and to exist in a state called well-being? You know, if I were to take an examination of your decisions, of your habits, of your priorities, Do they look like you love yourself? Do they look like you are actually attending to your well-being? And I'll never forget years ago, I took a look at my calendar and I realized that I had to-do lists for my congregation. I had a to-do list concerning my business partners. I had a to-do list concerning my family. And the only one that wasn't on the list was me. And that was an aha moment when I made a decision to restructure, to reorganize my life so that I could achieve a sense of balance. Now, beloved, I want you to know that crafting balance is the most fundamental step toward achieving overall well-being. You know, there are so many of us that say that we want to be in a state of well-being, but unless you endeavor to craft what I call balance, balanced living, then you're not really moving in the process of achieving well-being. So on today's broadcast, I want to give you at least 10 tips for creating a balanced life. You know, I got to tell you straightforwardly that what creates the state of existence that is not so well and that is a poor state of, uh, of living or existing, is not being mindful. So if we're going to achieve balance, if we're going to achieve well-being, we have to first begin to be more mindful about our lives and the way that we're living our lives. you got to be mindful because you, you don't really need to think about the things that constitute poor health or poor quality of life or poor emotional state because your habits will do all that they need to do. Matter of fact, your habits will conspire to keep you in a less than desirable state. So in order to achieve balance and well-being, one of the first things that you have to do is be more mindful of your state. You know, you also got to ask yourself, am I anxious about anything? There's a scripture in the New Testament that says, be anxious for nothing. And I see so many leaders, spiritual and business leaders, that are so anxious about prosperity or about growing the business or developing the church and 
all of these anxieties about becoming something is actually damaging in many instances because they haven't endeavored to try to create the kind of order that would keep them in a state of well-being as they're endeavoring to accomplish their goals. So now I want you to write these things down. I want you to think about them because these are going to be some very fundamental keys to starting to do the work of creating balance. And I write this down. Wherever there is imbalance, there is likely destined to be an injury. You know, for example, if you've ever went to pick up a box or to move furniture, and if you didn't make sure that you had your balance, that you your posture was correct, and that your 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 posture was squared so that you can lift with your legs and not with your back, then it's very likely that you experience a pull or some kind of an injury or a tear. And this is because before you tried to lift the load, you did not ensure that you were balanced. And that's exactly what life is like. You know, we have loads to carry. We have lives to live. We have families to manage. We have, we have crisis to navigate. We've got business in, endeavors that we have to make sure that we see through. Well, before you lift that load, you need to make sure that you have achieved balance before you endeavor to lift loads. So I want you to stop and think, where is my life suffering injury due to a lack of balance? Now, I know that it'll take some introspection. It'll take some self-judgment. It'll take some self-analysis. But where is your life suffering injury because you are imbalanced? Now, the second thing I want you to write down, I want you to think about this. Life is not going to hand you balance. There is no one who is going to come into your life and just set it in order and bring the kind of balance that will lend to your well-being. So life is not going to hand you balance. You have to hand yourself balance in the form of creating a system that will aid you to actually craft that balance. If you're serious about creating balance, you will have to develop a system to aid in that endeavor. You know, for me, that means that uh, my calendar, I, I use my Google Calendar to help me to do many things in a very systematic way including the things that constitute my spiritual, emotional, and physical health. So you will find commitments to my spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being planned into my calendar so that I can achieve my goal of overall balance and well-being as a matter of pragmatism, as a matter of principle, as a matter of daily structure, because life is not going to hand me balance. So your system must remind you of everything that you need to do in order to actually accomplish balance. Now, this is another hard part of creating balance, and that is you, just like I, may be enabling other people that really aren't concerned about your balance. They're more concerned about their needs. I want you to remember this principle. Hurting people don't care about you. They only care about getting help. Hurting people are not concerned about your well-being necessarily. They are more concerned about what you contribute to their well-being. So my simple rule for help, and I'm going to talk about this more extensively in another podcast, is the law of help is before you endeavor to help others, first help yourself. 
you know, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did not say love your neighbor instead of yourself. He said love your neighbor as you love yourself. So it's important that if you're going to uh, export well-being to other people, you have to first make sure that you have a full supply of well-being. Now, here's another principle that will help you to craft balance. You create your own balance through discipline, decision-making, and a solid schedule. So you got to look at your life and you got to ask yourself, are my decisions with the management of my time killing me or curing me? helping me or hindering me? Are they stopping me from achieving next level results? Or are they actually the medium through which I'll be able to, re to achieve those results? Now, remember this also. Imbalance will always show up in your emotions as stress. One of the reasons that there are so many people that are stressed out is because there are imbalances in their lives. And then, in a last-ditch effort to gain balance, many people, as I say, throw away the baby with the bathwater. In other words, instead of getting rid of the very thing that's causing stress, and instead of reorganizing their lives uh, to ensure their well-being, they get rid of everything, even the things that really should have had their focus, their time, their energy, and their attention. Now, Personal maintenance is an example of a decision toward creating balance. You know, for example, I'm very busy, pastoring a very large church. You know, I have businesses, uh, business uh, ventures that I'm always uh, massaging, and, and uh, I have investments in different things that I do, and as well as a family. I've been married to the same wife for a really long time. So I've got a lot to do. But one of the things that I added to my schedule in order to create a sense of balance and well-being is I've learned to exercise five days a week. That's right. I just put it in my schedule. I decided I was worth it. I decided that I want to live in a, a well state. And I encourage you to look at your calendar and plug in physical exercise as a regular part of your routine. Now, here's another very important key. Balance is elusive. And it keeps changing seasonally. You know, one of my habits is to look at my calendar. I just did this recently. And I ask myself, what am I now not going to do anymore? And I either just cold turkey quit. You know, in most cases, I transition that responsibility on to someone else. You know, I love delegation and raising up leaders and training people and giving them pieces of the assignment. But every season, you've got to look at your life and ask yourself, is there anything in my daily activities, my focuses, that has expired? It was good while it lasted, but it's over now. And you've got to have the courage to begin to either transition your way out of those things or cut yourself out of them cold turkey, one or the other, depending on the nature of the situation. Now, another important key to cultivating balance is creating accountability with partners who can help you to stay on track with the decisions that you make in order to cultivate and to craft balance. That's another critical step to creating and maintaining a new flow that facilitates actually accomplishing balance in your life. Now, beloved, 
all of these things that I've shared with you today are only as good as your willingness to put together an action plan. See, don't just be a hearer. Be a doer of the word. Be a doer of what you hear. So I want you to sit down and I want you to start to create an action plan toward accomplishing balance in your life. Remember, life is not going to hand you balance. And if your life is going to come into any element of balance, you have to create that balance as a matter of personal decision making, reorganization of your calendar, and a reprioritization of the affairs of your life. So now this is what an action plan should look like. Number one, I want you to do a life review. Take a look at your life. Take a look at the way that your life is flowing. Take a look at the things that are that are presently preoccupying your time. Take a look at what's stressing you out. Pay very close attention to what's creating stress or frustration in your life. Wherever there's stress or frustration, there is a need to reorganize your inner life or reorganize your outer life. I'm going to say that again. Wherever there is stress or frustration, there is a need to reorganize your inner life or reorganize your out of life, outer life. So you have to do a life review. Take a really good look at what you're doing, how your life is flowing, and then begin to really consider how does this need to change in order to accommodate my desire of living a balanced life. So it'll take a bit of introspection, looking within and being honest with yourself about the things that need to change. Now, the second thing I want you to do is, is be, be critical. Be very critical. Be very critical and conclusive about changing your direction. You see, you need disruption in order to break a pattern uh, or to break a habit or a cycle. And remember this, if you're in a state of well-being, it, that state is achieved by habits. Uh, there's a pattern to it. There's a cycle to it. There's a routine to it. So if you're in a state that's less than well-being, that's not good for you, a state that's hurting you, there's a cycle to it. There's a pattern to it. There's a routine to it. So in order to change that dynamic, you have to create an element of disruption. You have to disrupt that pattern because those patterns and cycles will not break themselves and habits will not change themselves. So you want to look at your life and you want to ask yourself, okay, what are some things that I need to add to my life that will help to create balance? Or what are some things I need to subtract to my life that will help to create balance? You know, for example, if I had a scale or some kind of a fulcrum before me, and if you look at the scales, for example, the scales of justice, well, if you look at those scales, if those scales are even or balanced out, there has to be a certain amount of weight on the left and a certain amount of weight on the right. And that weight has to be even, and there has to be an even distribution of weight in order to achieve balance. The same way, if you have a table that has four legs, you know, it can't stand on three legs, but it's, it's, it, it could very easily tilt over and fall and create damage because one thing is missing that would have constituted balance and would have kept the table from a fall. You may have to look at your life and ask your life, what do I need to add to your life 
so that I don't fall over, so that I don't injure myself, and so that I don't do further damage to my existence. So you have to make a determination of what additions or subtractions you need to make to your life and the way it flows in order to start working toward creating balance. Now, I'm going to say this. It doesn't matter how much you do a life review or introspection or determination. If you're not willing to execute, then you're wasting your time. Because a plan is only as good as an individual's willingness to execute the plan. So I'm encouraging you to execute your plan. Now, I know that this may seem like a lot of information in a very short time, but I do believe that if you begin right now to putting these principles into action, you'll begin moving along the path of creating a more balanced life. Now, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast today on Living a Balanced Life. I also want to invite you to check out a companion resource that will be very helpful to helping you to achieve balance. And that is in the form of a book that I have that's currently on Amazon entitled Thoroughly Enjoying Your Life Assignment, Maintaining Sanity and Personal Balance in an Extremely Demanding Life. You can find that publication. As a matter of fact, I highly recommend the audiobook because I know you're busy and I want you to be able to listen to this while you're driving along or or uh, busy around the house cleaning or something like that. So I invite you to go and check out uh, Amazon. Look for the uh, the book that I just mentioned to you. It comes in the form of either an audio book or a digital book. Now, also, if you're interested in contacting Dr. Mark Jones to come to one of your events for speaking, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us at 888-538-3577 and make sure you hit extension 15 for my event scheduler. You can also follow us on centerformanifestation.com or we're on Facebook. You can look for me directly, Dr. Mark Jones, or you can also check out our CFM Center for Manifestation partnership page. Listen, until we get together next time for our next broadcast, which will be Preserving My Juice. That's right. I'm going to teach you how to generate an abundance of energy for each day. May you live long and lead well.